Geeks. You're listening to Geeks of Grace Podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Moore. Gadzooks. And Shelly Walter. Scoozdag. And uh, before we get into the podcast, shout out to our Patreons, patreon.com. Yeah, Patreon. You all are awesome. Uh, and Joe, you switched it up last week, and I liked it. So, Shelly, what are you kicking out about this week? <laughs> well, uh, I... <laughs> I'm just going to talk more about uh, Dungeons & Dragons because that's been <laughs> apparently my, my life just the last couple of weeks. So I already talked about how uh, my main campaign ended, but I joined another one. Well, the main... Mm-hmm. So that was with a different group. The other campaign I joined is with another group. But the same group that my main campaign, um, like that group, we're starting a new one as well. So... Okay. But it's different than traditional Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, it's called Hollow Earth Expedition. And it's, it is very similar to D&D, but it's actually kind of different. Um, it's going to be set in sort of like, it's like a pulp adventure. It's set in the 30s and think just like Indiana Jones or Atlantis, like journey to the earth exploring. There's going to be dinosaurs and stuff like that. So it's supposed to take place in like the real world. Okay. So not fancy at all. There will be dinosaurs um, in 1930s, like the real world. Like the well, <laughs> hey, even in the land of the lost. Take it with a grain of salt. The universe is supposed to be not fantasy. It's supposed to be based on real world, okay. except that it's obviously not because, yeah, dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> it's still fiction. Gotcha. But uh, that's gonna be really cool. We're all we create our characters uh, yesterday, and. I'm really excited about my character because there are classes, but they're mm-hmm. more just like, here, you're going to do this class. You should have these stats with these types of items and skills, but you don't really have to do that. I mean, it's not it's not like D&D classes where it's like, here are the things that you get at each thing. Like, you get to choose everything. It's just like no. they have recommendations and guidelines for what you should do. Um, but I'm like a hunter, but I'm... Like this hillbilly cowgirl from like the middle of nowhere, and I'm really excited to play as her because I just like <laughs> I'm so my character's supposed to be like 17, and the rest of the characters, other people's characters, are supposed to be in their like almost their 30s or like past 30s. Yeah, that's so, so old. Me as the kid, like no, not, <laughs> not saying they're the other characters old. are ancient. They aren't <laughs> old. It's just that I'm really young, and it's funny because there's like just huge contrast there. But um, it's like the real world. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like the real world, except dinosaurs. <laughs> except dinosaurs. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's gonna be really fun. I think just because role playing my character is way different than role playing my other character that I played before. So I'm just like excited for that because role playing is fun and. Yeah. Legend of Dragons is fun. So now you'll get to hear about that stuff, um, probably. I don't remember if we yeah. mentioned this or not. Uh, Cody Hahn on on the uh, in the in the community group mentioned today that uh, Joe Maggianello, uh, the guy that's playing Deathstroke in the next Batman movie, is writing a script for new Dungeons and Dragons flick. Did you see that? Oh yeah, I heard about that. Oh, I wasn't yeah. able to see like in depth news about it, but that's exciting because. Hopefully that'll be good. I've only the heard fact of, that like it's made by a fan has like he's a fan of Dungeons and Dragons. Makes me excited for it. Yeah. Because Deadpool stayed very true to being Deadpool because a fan made it happen. Ryan yeah. Reynolds is a huge fan of Deadpool. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I hope that that's what happens with it, because I haven't seen a good Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I've yet. seen um many Dungeons and Dragons related films and stuff. I've seen there's like the mm. ones where they like, you know, say, "Oh, Dungeons and Dragons is of the devil," so like it's demeaning it. <laughs> and I've seen um, there's ones that are just like sort of parodies or like comedies, which aren't bad. But like to have like a natural like Dungeons right. and Dragons movies, like I'm I'm curious to see how it will turn out. Um, My but, thought is just have Peter Jackson direct it, and all will be good. It'll just just do movie. yeah, just do no because that's like your classic D and D movie. Honestly, like people are just like, oh yeah, well, what's D and D? It's like, well, have you seen Lord of the Rings? Then that's yeah. basically it. Like, I no kidding. I hated that idea before J.J. Abrams did Star Trek and Star Wars. I was like, he can do Star Wars or did Star Trek. It'll be like the same feeling movie. And now that I've seen him do both, I'm like, no, oh, let's wow. just do Peter Jackson. Anything medieval, Peter Jackson gets now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. And exciting. Um, 
<laughs> Unlike, I think, both yeah. of you, I'm still very much addicted to Fire Emblem Heroes. Um, <laughs> I've decided... I had this Core 4 team, mm-hmm. and I still love them, but I've decided like I can make a better team. So that's what my new goal is. I um, still love you, but you're bad. Yeah, I realize I'm like, yay, these are really good five stars, except working them together, like, can be really good, but I feel like I could still make a better team, so that's why I'm like, okay, I have... Now that you could change techniques or whatever, these skills... Oh, yeah, that too. Like... Yeah, the inheritance. I haven't done I any like of that yet. I different characters don't really matter anymore, because you could just yeah. make that happen for whatever character you want. Yeah, I'm a little nervous to use that. I haven't done it yet. Because I'm like, all the ones that have really good skills are my five stars. And I don't really want to get rid of any of my five stars. Because they're all super precious to me. I've but... given everyone three star skills. All my five stars, three star skills from other three stars that I've had. Um, mm-hmm. For blank spaces if they don't have skills. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing that I will probably start doing. Just because I don't really care much about my three stars. Except for, um, so my new team that I'm going for is uh, Kata. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She's like the sword fighting... Um, She's a sword, but she's a flyer. Um, and Lissa, who's okay. a healer. Um, and female Corrin, so like dragon type. Uh, and what's the other one? Oh. Chad. Uh, no. Uh, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nino? Nino, yes. Because Nino Nino's is Nino. extremely overpowered, and it's great. Um, I still haven't found Raven, and it makes me so mad. Raven, yeah, I think or I got Raven a Raven. The voice actor. I think I got Raven. I, I, uh, I don't. I play. I'm working on feathers right now. Um, slowly, just because I want to upgrade. I have one more four star that needs to be a five star. Um, mm-hmm. I took one of my four stars to a five star. That's how I've got uh, a ton of them now. I, um, I typically log in on the weekends to see what the special events are, and that's really about it anymore because. Like, the last 50 characters I've pulled have been three and four star. And you see, I haven't pulled any characters since forever. I have 120-ish orbs. I'm saving them all up for once they, uh... Because I really want, um... Characters from Radiant Dawn and Path of Radiance. And if you look at the title screen long enough, Ike floats by so they're planning on putting ike in the game they, yeah i saw an announcement where they I, I don't know if they put a timetable on it but they have said that they're putting ike in there yeah and so i'm gonna wait for that and then that's what i'm gonna use my orbs on because right now i'm like here i'm just gonna take characters that i already have and then train them up and i'm not gonna risk myself with like summoning new characters so that's what i, I've been I log on nightly almost and i basically grab my whatever login bonuses and then i log out Mm-hmm. And that's my day. Yeah. But, um, so there's that. Uh, what else? I've been playing a lot more Smash recently, which I already, I already play that game a lot, but I've been trying to actually be more competitive with it in the sense where there's like, oh, yeah, I've been watching like competitive guides and, you know, doing tricks and tips that like professionals would use, um, and trying to like, get good at that. Like, you know, Punch your opponent in the kidney. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and stuff like that. So I've been trying to get better at that. And I think I have been getting better, but it's also like, oh my gosh, there's so much to like think about. And when I watch like professional Smash players, I'm like, how do they just like do everything so fast? I mean, I know why it's because they just practice for like so many hours a day that I don't have time for. And I'm okay with that, but <laughs> I don't need to get that good. I just want to get, you know, a little bit better. Um, just a little bit. So I've been doing that also. I'm so hyped for Ragnarok. I'm so hyped. Ragnarok! It looks so good. I was not expecting the trailer to look like that, um, but I'm happy it looks like that. It reminds me, it's it's basically Guardians of the Galaxy meets meets Thor, and that makes me really excited. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I, I called it the Thor versus Hulk trailer. And my wife was like, what? And I was like, oh, I mean Ragnarok. Because <laughs> I know it's going to be like probably just a little tiny segment of that movie where they actually fight. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I'm i super excited. The humor. It's, it's, uh, it seems like it's going to be very funny. <laughs> yeah, which I'm so, excited for. Because, I mean. We're friends from okay work. I with <laughs> Thor 1 and 2. Thor 1 was okay. 
in my opinion, Thor 2 was not great. In my, I mean, yeah. I, I just honestly did not enjoy either Thor movie, which is disappointing to me because I love Thor. And the best when Thor is in the Avengers, I love him, but... The best part of Thor 2 was on Agent Shield when they had to clean up his mess. And uh, Agent <laughs> yeah. May, who's like the super tough, doesn't like anyone. Um, Coulson's like, Thor's not that dreamy. And she comes up and she's like, oh no, he's dreamy. <laughs> you are wrong. Away. He's dreamy. <laughs> so they, Man. they cut his hair short in this trailer. Yeah. I think that's a and better that look for him. Oh, I thought it was super so interesting excited. that they... Because uh, I've seen the... Uh, parts of his hair being cut, like on set and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, are they gonna justify that, or is that just gonna be a thing now? Uh, and it seems obvious. They threw him into a pit, cut his hair, and we're it's like, just, yeah. fight. Oh, just the first scene of the trailer. Oh, where uh, is uh, his uh, hammer getting destroyed? Yeah, yeah. The 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 lady uh, the lady vampire from the underworld just movies takes her hand <laughs> and crushes the hammer. That's when you know. Yeah. They're dealing with something huge. Like, oh my gosh. So, um... Mjolnir is toast. And then the music going on in the background. That's another thing that reminded me a lot of Ga- Guards of the Galaxy. Um, just having, you know, yeah. classic music in the background. Um, Destiny used that same song. So that was really weird for me because I was so into Destiny. Um, original Destiny commercials. Uh-huh. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, oh, I'm so excited. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Wait, I know him. November, right? <laughs> From work. <laughs> Just uh. <laughs> like, yeah. Everybody's going crazy in the arena, and the doors burst open, and he's like, "Yes!" And everybody quiet is down <laughs> except for Thor. <laughs> Man, I know him from work. Uh, I'm I'm really Which, excited but- for it now. Like. Most interesting word choice is from the work. From work, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From work. He's been I'm on Earth too for, much. So now, like, Thor Ragnarok looks awesome, and Wonder Woman. Those are, like, my two yeah. premier superhero movies coming out. I'm super excited for both of those. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's yeah. going to be good that we're not getting all the other Avengers in there, at least that we know of so far. Well, it made sense that, like... Uh, Civil War. Um, yeah, they were gone while Civil War had everyone. Yeah, it was the two that were gone yeah. from the Avengers. Yeah, yeah but so now they get their own movie. But also exciting, but was not shown the trailer. Benedict Cumberbatch is in the movie. Why? And that basically means Doctor Strange is in the movie. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which excites me too because I love Doctor Strange, and obviously he wasn't in Civil War, so throw yeah. him into Ragnarok. That'd be great. While we're talking <laughs> about super, while we're talking about superhero stuff, uh, I finished. I finished uh, Iron Fist over the weekend. Oh, what'd you think? I liked it. Yeah. Which is funny, because I finished season one of Daredevil mm-hmm. uh, way back when. I got halfway through season two and stopped watching it. And I didn't touch Luke Cage or Jessica Jones. But I liked I liked Iron Fist. Uh, I thought it was really interesting. I saw something this week where they interviewed they, whatever outlet it was, interviewed uh the guy that's that's the main actor on into the badlands uh-huh okay and he was talking about how he was initially kind of you know on edge about about iron fist because it's another martial arts series coming in they're both kind of playing in the same space oh, yeah but then he yeah. was saying how bad he felt that iron fist was getting so critically panned so i think that was really interesting I that do is a good like example of the martial arts stuff. I feel like uh, this. Uh, it's not Luke Cage. Iron Fist. Duh. We're just talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Iron Fist should add fight scenes more like Into the Badlands. Because out of Into the Badlands has some ridiculously weird, abstract oh, fight scenes. As far as the fighting That's just goes, a very interesting show. Yeah, I think as far as fighting goes, Into the Badlands, the fight choreography is above and beyond anything Iron Fist touches. Yeah. And Iron Fist even kind of, he jumps over that car. I saw it in yeah. the first few episodes. And so I figured that we were going to have some ridiculous fight scenes where it didn't make any sense. There really weren't, I though. Just, yeah, they were all very realistic after he Except for backflip over a car. Well, I was about to give away a little bit of a spoiler. but He said that his fist closed. Well, there's <laughs> it, it's something that they do in movies a lot, but there's a scene where he catches a blade with his palms. 
Yeah. And the odds of that actually ever working are like one in a million. He's probably going to end up with his face on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, for sure. I yeah. wanted to see more of the weird backflipping and, you know, um, stereotypical martial arts. Yeah, I mean, and we didn't get any of, with the exception of the dragon tattoo, you don't get any of his uniform from from other stuff he's well known in. Right. They said in an interview it's going to be a really long time before we get his outfit, which I thought uh, was interesting. Oh, okay. Um, and kind of continuing on that train of thought a little bit, uh, superhero movies and stuff. Um, there are potentially going to be four Batman movies in 2018. We already mentioned um, in one of the podcasts recently, Nightwing is happening. Yeah. And of course, there's got to be another Batman movie, just, you know, Batman. I think, um, I think also, that's a mistake. To make another Batman? I think to do four in one year is ridiculous. You want to talk about series it. fatigue? They're doing it because of it's going to be Batman's 80th year anniversary, which I, uh, I get that, but I agree with you that that is everyone has said there's more to DC than Batman, and I feel like DC heard that and was like, "Yeah, I'm hearing you want more Batman." We just hear Batman, <laughs> Batman, Batman, Batman. They were like, "Guys, there's more than Batman." They're like, "You know what? You're right." There's a Nightwing, and there's a Batgirl, <laughs> and there's all of his right, villains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Batgirl um, and Gotham City Sirens. I hope they don't do Plus, that. Plus, there's supposed to be, like, two, two animated movies coming out that same year, too, for Batman. What is Gotham City Sirens? It's going to be uh, Harley Quinn, Catwoman, and oh, no. uh, yeah. uh, the Poison Ivy. See, yeah. I heard that was happening. All I the just villainesses. Sure if it was actually, like, going to happen, or if it was just Yeah, talk. so... Who plays Harley Quinn? Uh, Margaret um, Robbie. Yeah, Margaret Robbie. She uh, she wanted it to happen, so she fought really hard to get it um, made, and I believe she's producing it, actually. She needs to release it in 2019, then. <laughs> when people have a little bit of time to chill on Batman. There's no time well, to chill, only what? justice. There's going to be four DC movies in 2019. Well, I was going to say, when, is, when, when are Wonder Woman and all them coming out? Wonder Woman's this year, this summer. Yeah. Okay. It's and then uh, I think, yeah, Justice League's coming out in like November. So those are both 2017 movies. Yeah. Oh. And then 2019 is supposed to be. They said I don't like the wording of this. Um, two low budgeted movies and two high budgeted movies. Um, for DC's universe. Which one are the low budgeted? I don't know. And that's gonna be 2019. They're not. They haven't said what the movies will be yet. Okay. Um, but the fact that they're gonna call anything low budgeted definitely worries me um, yeah and also it should be said this is all rumor uh i think someone said this from like reddit or 4chan or something uh but that said we do know that gotham city sirens is the work we know that we know that all four of those movies are in the works um so it makes sense there since they've been announced now that we'd be getting them a year later right yeah so um, but still plans. 4chan yeah not necessarily the most trusted source so don't quote us if, you know, all four Batman movies don't actually release in 2018. But do if we're right. <laughs> do if we're right, yeah. Say we <laughs> called it. We got this information for ourselves, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that that's it for movie news and, you know, stuff that's I'm involved with. But, uh, cool. yeah. How about you, Joe? All right. Stick with me here. Uh, busy week. <laughs> I bought a mountain bike, and I've been mountain biking. I went a couple uh, a couple That's times. Fun. It is a lot of. Arkansas? There are a lot of trails. There's 17 miles of trails. Just a. Uh, oh, cool. I, I pack the uh, the bike up on the rack, drive about two miles down the road, and get out. And there's about 17 miles of trail at the local nice. park. Northwest Arkansas is covered in mountain bike trails. So there's a lot of it going on around here. Uh, and I'm going to start doing that with a group of guys from church on Thursday nights. So I'm pretty jazzed about it. It's a lot of fun so far. Good exercise. Yeah. And it's totally. it's fun. So I did that. That's so exciting. I've been playing more Skyforged. That, I, I mentioned it last week. It's the free-to-play MMO on PlayStation 4. Yeah. Has it gotten any better? 
it's it's grown on me a little bit. I still I've got to where like I'll log in and get whatever my daily bonuses or whatever. Yeah. Do one or two missions. So I, I bought the cheapest pack, which gave me one week of premium membership. In that one week, I only logged in four days. And that earned me enough in-game currency to buy a month of premium membership. Oh, wow. So, that's cool. not too worried about it. <laughs> yeah. But you can change classes kind of on the fly. I, I've just been playing as, oh, as one class. Nice. And it's it's very straightforward, like button mashy combo type deal. For something free to do, if you're looking to pass the time, there, it's not bad. There's worse you could do. It's not fantastic though. Storytelling's bad. Voice acting's bad. It's right. mediocre gameplay. Voice acting, though. There is voice acting. You're right. There is. Uh, I've been playing Breath of the Wild. Me too. I'm. Not me. I finally took down my first divine beast. Who'd you go for? I got the camel. All right. The hardest one to get is uh, what people say. That's what I've heard too. And to be fair. It took me like four hours to work through that dungeon and the boss. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to figure the, the trick out with the boss. For almost all four of them, it took me an hour to get through the maze. Um, and then, for whatever reason, it would be an hour because I'd go prepare before I went and fought anything. Okay. Um, which I probably didn't need to do because I never used any of the stuff that I prepared with. But I was prepared. Boy Scout. Always prepared. Be prepared. Yeah. Or maybe Elf <laughs> Scout would be a better. Oh! I uh, I actually beat uh, Breath of the Wild this weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was hoping, because Ukulele came out today, and I wanted to beat it before that happened. Wow, so you, um, did, so you now, did. Yeah, so I was like, it's, it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> my wife was like, what do you want to do when you get off work? And I was like, defeat Ganon. <laughs> uh, I was like, that's that's my mission, and I that one I way over prepared for. Um, Calamity Ganon. Yeah, Calamity Ganon is a super underwhelming battle. Um, but I've heard that that's not the case if you don't like if you don't go through the effort of getting all the divine beasts. That is a substantially yeah. different fight from what I've heard. So, I wish that I could go back and fight him that way. Um, you can just start the game new. <laughs> yeah. yeah, new game. But I'd have to do a lot. Like I want, I just don't want their help. But I still want all my gear. Go after him um, with a stick. Because what what they end up doing, um, I don't know. if This is a spoiler for some people, but um, it literally cuts his health in half if you have all four. Oh, oh my gosh! You see his health. I had no half. idea. That's Thanks um, for spoiler. Hat. Sorry. Yeah, they... no, it reminds me of um. Well, it is a story spoiler. Somewhat spoilery, not really. But um, um, in, in Dragon Age Inquisition, if you talk to a certain... You, you gotta go on this, like, small side quest, and you go on the small side quest, you get a freaking dragon, and the dragon will kill... Well, not kill, but get, Bill? like, the other... The bad dragon um, <laughs> to half health, and so it's easier for you. Um, okay. Yeah, it's I mean... It's a similar thing. I, I... Like I said, I wish I could go back and not have, like, their help. Um, but I had the Master Sword. I got a bunch of... Um, things that give you 20 extra hearts to what you have. Um, and like just came in ready for a battle and then it was, ended up being pretty easy. Um, but I don't know. Cause that's only like 20% of the game or something like that when you beat it. Uh, oh, and so there's so much more to do, but I don't know what to do. And that bothers me. I beat it last night and I had a few more hours before bed and I'm like, well, what now? <laughs> What now now? You go, now you go do all the other uh, shrines. Shrines and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Get all 900 dilios. I have not explored the north almost at all. I got those map pieces. I've done what I've needed to do in the north. Um, but I haven't really gone and explored the area very well. Uh, so hopefully there, there's a little like, I won't say where it is, but there's a little uh, thing of runes. Ruins. That I'd love to go uh, check out, and plus the castle. The castle is huge, uh, and I have I've hardly touched the surface of the castle itself. So there's a little bit more to do, but uh, I love the game. It was great. I just wish that it would have been a little harder to beat, but I understand that 
Some of how how many hours did you end up putting in on it? I don't know. I never look at my hours. Um, probably quite a few. Um, Do you think it was more or less than, say, Final Fantasy Fifteen? Definitely put more hours into Final Fantasy Fifteen. Okay. Um, even beating it. Uh, and that's with, like, with Zelda, I didn't go straight for the story stuff. I did everything that I could think of. That I was like, I want to do this, and I want to do this. Like, I want to, got the Master Sword, which is optional. Mm-hmm. Before I went for any of the beasts. Um, and so that made it really easy. Um, and so, like, doing everything beforehand, I feel, is kind of what made it uh, less of a game for me. I think if I would have gone through the story first and then gone back to try to get everything... Uh, then it would have been there'd be more to do in the in the post game. Okay. Yeah. But it was fun. I can't wait for DLC. 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 The game uh, is beautiful. Reminder: We have a a review from about ten of us on the on staff of oh, yeah. of Breath of the Wild up on the website now. So be sure you head over and check that out. That's I've contributed to it. LJ's contributed to it. We've got quite a few folks on staff that, that have written for it. So check that out. Yeah, I mean, the game is like, I'm just thinking right now, when your biggest complaint with the game is that you want more of it. That's a pretty good It's usually complaint. a good complaint, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, I just want to keep playing. That's my complaint. Yeah. Um, yeah, beautiful game. Uh, I've been playing Hollow Knight. I put a grand total of 24 hours into it now. I finished it over the weekend and went back and did some extra stuff after the credits. And my review of that is up live on the site. I'll go ahead and tell you, I gave it an 8.2 out of 10. I really liked it. Go check it out. Please go awesome. leave that review. Uh, check that review out. But uh, Team Cherry did something pretty cool with that game. And uh, I like Metroidvania. I hate that term, Metroidvania. So the, the new term I'm trying to coin is Adventure Platformer. Okay. I like that. So 2D adventure platform. Well, I, I didn't specify 2D, but yes. <laughs> um, yeah. It's it's only out on PC right now. It's 15 bucks, and it's they've got plans to bring it to Switch. When it comes to Switch, you ought to give it a look. Like I said, 15 bucks, and I've spent 24 hours on it, and there's still more for me to do. I haven't seen everything yet, so there's there's plenty of game there. Uh, I played through a little bit of Graceful Explosion Machine. It's an indie game that came out on Switch last week. I love that name. <laughs> so everybody calls it Jim. G-E-M. Graceful. <laughs> and the name actually makes sense now that I've played it. Mm-hmm. It's it's an arcade shoot 'em up And the reason it's called Graceful Explosion Machine is because you have four different sets of weapons. You basically have a score multiplier that keeps going up so long as you can keep dealing out damage to stuff. And don't take any hits. So if you don't take any hits and you keep the, the action rocking, you keep your multiplier going for a higher score. If you take a hit or you wait too long to deal damage, your multiplier completely resets. Oh, wow. And so you have to be graceful in zipping around the level, taking out all your enemies, using the right weapons at the right time. It's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, nice. I think LJ's going to try to review that one. I, I put in for a review code. Don't know if we're going to get one or not yet. But it's not too expensive. I think it's just 13 or 14 bucks as well. And it might only be on Switch. I think that's the case. Okay. Uh, and then, last video game of the week. I played through the intro of Persona 5. Not a lot of wow. played into it yet. But, man, that game's got style... <laughs> it's a really cool looking game. That's so good. I'm excited to get into that more. Cool. After Near Automata and Horizon Zero Dawn and Zelda <laughs> and Mass Effect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then I'll finish up. Uh, I watched Star Wars Rogue One last night. Finally, yes. How'd you like it? Yeah. It was okay. Did you ever see the sequel? They made a sequel. <laughs> it took me a minute to realize what you're talking about. Oh, goodness. Would you say you liked Force Awakens more or less than Rogue One? More. Definitely. 
I liked Force Awakens quite a bit more. Oh, really? I did. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm in the minority. I, I like Rogue One much more one. than Force Awakens. Why? I Rogue one. I, I'm genuinely curious. I like Jin as a character so much more than Rey. Okay. And I could see that. It was also. I mean, everyone complains about how Force Awakens is basically just episode four. And I yeah. also see that, and it's a little frustrating to me. Um, and it's also, I think a big part of it is just seeing Star Wars outside of Jedi's was really cool to me. And I, I want to see more of that. Because then it makes yeah. the Jedi and, you know, the world Star Wars created so much more real and personal and um, exciting. So Seeing yeah. all that CGI Tarkin was super weird. That Okay, yes. <laughs> I would sure. agree that was weird. Man, but that was weird. Yeah. I was I, not sure how to feel about I got that. through most of it. There was a few scenes where I was like, you could definitely tell the CGI. And it was a little creepy. Now, here's one thing I did pick up from the movie that I don't know how many people picked it up. Did you play? Did you ever play the Star Wars MMO that came out a few years ago? No. Oh, my brain's not working. What's it called, LJ? The Old Republic Online. Star That's Wars The Old Republic. Republic. It, yeah. So... The the guy not not the not the monk not the blind monk but his buddy that yeah. had the pack yeah. on his back and the blaster you could play that class in the old republic uh, online oh he's oh. a heavy trooper you could totally oh, okay. play cool. a heavy trooper I had no idea that's that's cool I didn't know that and I like that I was just like oh man that was the class I played when I played old republic <laughs> I was that dude that's cool. Oh, that's I, awesome. I liked Rogue One better, too. And I think for the same reason, like, it was outside of these Star Wars stories. Uh, I think it also, like, I also like it because it opens up the, the genre as well. Yeah. I love that all these movies, superheroes have started doing it, where different superhero movies aren't just superhero movies, but they're different genre movies. But, you know, I felt like K2SO, he was not endearing to me at all. Really? I loved him. I loved him too. He had one him. clever line in that entire movie, and it was when he body slams her and says, "We're rescuing you." <laughs> I don't know. Like, I thought he was great. I, I I liked him. And I really like I really like uh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, but I didn't care for K two S O at all. He was basically Big Bang Theory Sheldon. He yeah, I guess so. Android. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the best. I do have a little bit of video game news that I wanted to run by you all. So, yeah, you know, I think you bought your Switch from GameStop, Cody. Yes. I bought mine through GameStop online. GameStop is investigating a major credit card breach that happened oh, no. basically when we would have been pre-ordering. Yeah, uh-huh. when we all would have been pre-ordering our Switch units. So... Maybe keep an eye on your bank account if you have used a credit card with GameStop. Yeah. In the last six months. I'll have to keep a look at. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, makes sense. Cause I, I definitely use. Yeah, I did too. Uh, Dark Siders Remastered, which is an awesome game, coming to the Wii U. You mean the Switch? Nope, not coming to the Switch. <laughs> coming the? to the Wii U in May. Yeah. <laughs> this oh. one really frustrates me. And, and I guess... I don't understand. Uh, like, Why not both? <laughs> yeah, let's take it to the last-gen console that totally failed. Gosh. <laughs> I mean, I've been reading... I've, I've been seeing stories of developers who are like, oh, yeah, we developed our games, and then, you know, it, it took us two, three, four years to develop our games, and we were able to port it over to the Switch in four weeks. Mm-hmm. So why, why would you not... I mean, if you're going to release it on Wii U, okay, whatever. But release it on the Switch, too. Yeah. That's My only like assumption would be is that they spent resources on getting it onto the Wii U. Or they were like, we have to put it on the Wii U now. Uh, so release again, it on the Wii U, but... go to the Switch now, Yes, too. yes. They've got... They've, oh, they've got a bunch of new console owners who are looking for good stuff to play on their systems that would be primed for that game. Ugh, so frustrating. Um, some news that we didn't get around to last week, so I wanted to pick up on it this week. Like the news broke after we recorded last week. Okay. 
the uh, the people at Atlas have basically come out and said, hey, uh, the, the words that they used in the post was, our masters in Japan. So basically, this was handed down from Japan as an edict. No streaming of Persona 5. You, if you do stream, you can't stream after the end. So the way that the game works is you go through a full day for like a year. So you you know, you know got like 365 days to play through. Okay. And it's got a little bit of life simulator type stuff in there. And then you go do the dungeon stuff at night, kind of. Okay. And they're saying you can't stream anything after July 7th in game. No spoilers. You're not allowed to put this. You're not allowed to put this. You can't take pictures of this, this, this. Oh, congratulations, Atlas. You just spoiled that something major is going to go down on July 7th <laughs> in the game. Yeah. Well. On top of that, like they, they have said that, that channels that put that YouTube content up risk them aggressively going after you for a content strike. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. At streamers, they're going to do everything they can to get streamers' channels taken offline if they violate this. That's super That's like, intense. <laughs> it's it's militant and paranoid. And it just reeks of we we value the bottom line over our player base to me. Yeah. Yeah, because I can understand that to an extent, but I mean, I don't know. I think they're taking it a little too far. Well, they're, I think what they're concerned about is like, oh, you know, you play through the story one time, you're going to get all the story beats. So if somebody's watching you stream that, they're not going to go buy the game because they're watching you play through the story. They've seen it, yeah. I think, I, I kind of understand where they're coming from in that sense. I think that's hogwash. If somebody's going to watch you play through a hundred hour game, <laughs> they're either they either Kudos don't care that. about the game to begin with, or they are going to go buy the game themselves to pl- experience it as well. Yeah, yeah. And Nintendo had this big thing where they weren't letting you stream anything for a while, um, and I think that it's it's terrible marketing as well. Yes, At, you're you're getting free advertising from all of these gaming. They're not going to play your game now because you won't let them. Uh, you're all those creators. Um, and people watching games and being like, I like that game because this creator's playing it. They're not going to be able to do that. Uh, I would understand if they put an embargo and said, you can only play up to this much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's essentially what they're trying to do here. But the thing is, they came out and said it to the general population. Like, not not just to yeah. games media. Certain, yeah. Said, if you own the but game and you're like, going to stream it, you're going to be restricted to this point. Yeah. Gosh. Um, Sega also came I think Sega is the parent company for Atlas I could be wrong on that but I think that's the case they also came out last week and said Puyo Puyo Tetris which is getting ready to come out on Switch later this month uh, you're not going to be able to stream it either at all it's a Tetris what? game it's a it's puzzle te- game that makes no sense to me but how could it be a plot twist or story in a Tetris game I, from what I understand this actually has a pretty deep story to it I don't know how, okay. but but I went back. They they did an update on the story. I found it uh, just in the last couple days. They've come back and said, oh, actually, yeah, that still stands in Japan. Hey, all you people from the United States and Europe, go for it. Stream all you want. Because <laughs> they understand. Like, it's Tetris. This is going to be competitive. People are going to get into that. Yeah, I think. I mean, watching and playing Tetris Attack back in the day was one of the coolest things to me. I love Tetris. For those who don't know, like me and my wife, we have matching Tetris pieces, fitting Tetris pieces on our on our shoulders. Yep. (laughs) Joe watched that happen. I did. Yeah, I was. In (laughs) fact, I streamed it. Yeah, (laughs) I watched the stream. I wasn't actually there. Yeah. Surprisingly (laughs) enough. Uh, one, oh, one more major piece of news that I, I found this interesting this week. Nothing really crazy, but you know they released all the specs for the Xbox Scorpio. In fact, they let yeah. Digital Foundry do that, which I think is a real vote of confidence in your system because Digital Foundry is known for like breaking down the minutia of everything on a okay. console. They let Digital Foundry come out with that information after getting some time with it. Um, but word has come out. The Scorpio will not have a connect port at 
all. So oh, not only are they I, not pushing it with the unit, like they are not letting you use it with the Scorpio. I read that you could use a USB um, dongle, basically, oh, to get it to work. Okay. But from the sound of that, it was more that you could get a webcam, yeah. not a uh, not the Kinect itself. I'm yeah. kind of excited about this console because I don't have an Xbox One. Yeah. Um, have you heard about the estimated price point? I heard 500. That's yeah. That's what I'm hearing too. It's estimated. They haven't confirmed that yet. Which is expensive, but that's also the starting point of the original Xbox One. Correct. When it, yeah. When it yeah. first came out. So. That's a good point. That's not too bad when you put it And they're there. saying, like, this thing, from everything I've read and seen, it's going to put everything else that's on the market to shame. Oh. Yeah. I don't see how they're going to maintain parity between Xbox One's base unit and the Scorpio. Because the Scorpio well, is going to be able to do so much more. My biggest issue with the console is that Microsoft has said they're not making any games specifically for it. There won't be any exclusive games for the Scorpio. And the, so, they won't be making them, but that doesn't mean third parties won't be. Right. I just, I feel like someone who's making like a game, they want it to be on as many consoles as possible, I would assume. Uh, and so if PS4 doesn't up their game, then I almost feel like it's it's so far in advance, the developer is going to be like, meh. We'll just make one for the Xbox One and the PS4. I mean... Uh, because the Scorpio will play it. You might as well. They said the yeah. new Forza will do 4K at 60 frames a second on that box. Oh. Sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean... I don't have a 4K TV, but my refresh rate is very high. And so 60 frames looks awesome on my TV. Yeah. And they've said that even 1080 picture will look crisper with the Scorpio. Yeah. I uh, don't know how that works, but it's in Scorpio. I... I... I'll probably eventually end up with one. I don't know. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm not going to do it until I get a 4K TV, though. Yeah. So. Makes sense. Uh, and then finally, I guess we'll go ahead and go through the pull list for the week. You mentioned earlier you're playing through ukulele. Well, that's coming out to the mm-hmm. Xbox One, PS4, and PC this week. Yeah. Not out on the Switch this week. But, I mean, they've said it's coming eventually. I I might as well pull you out from the pull list. I don't know why. That was a weird word play. I wasn't even trying to go with that. Uh, <laughs> I can talk a little bit about ukulele real quick. Might as well. Yeah, go for it. We're bringing it up. Um, if you didn't play Banjo-Kazooie as a kid, or as an adult, right. whatever, uh, you're probably not going to like this game. I don't see it being appealing to someone who hasn't got the nostalgia because it lives off the nostalgia. Okay. Uh, that said, I did play Banjo-Kazooie as a kid. And I love it. Um, <laughs> the talking is the worst part, though. <laughs> the, not, I mean, those are fine. I'm okay with the sound effects, <laughs> but I remember if you remember whenever they would talk, they go, Oh, yeah, yeah, the Charlie Brown teacher sort of thing. Yeah. And everyone's got their own specific voice. That's cool. I was so happy at first. I was like, oh, the nostalgia is just like playing Banjo Kazooie. And then. I got so annoyed so quickly with everyone talking. I was like, you guys just need to shut up. Just let me read the text. Uh, Are you talking about with my, ukulele? Ukulele, yeah. Okay. I was so happy at first, and then I was so mad. I was just like, stop. Uh, with they the should talking. just have an option to turn that off. I bet they do. I didn't really check. Um, well, Maurice reviewed it for us. Uh, he got he, it quite a bit early. Yeah, like the day that the embargo lifted, we had a review ready. So it's up and ready to go. Yeah. He played through all of it on the PC, uh, mm-hmm. and his review's up. I I don't remember the score he gave it. It's a seven something. I think is what he gave it. Seven point five, seven point eight. Not bad. Not so, amazing, but well, coming from Maurice, I think that's that's pretty good. Pretty, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I I really like the game. The mechanics, not the controls. I keep wanting to say the controls are clunky. The mechanics seem kind of clunky. Uh, it's a platformer, but. Uh, when you're running, you have momentum. It's hard to stop. Uh, like you're running like on ice or point. something. A little bit, almost like he's got to like step back when he's slow. He's got to slow himself down. Um, you know, when you're running, you got to take a couple steps. Sure. It's hard to run and just stop. And so it's natural, and I get that. But when you're on a platformer, it's really hard to get into some of those jumps. And he wants to move you a little bit ahead. Uh, it makes timing really awkward. Um, okay. So yeah. that part has bothered me. Um, and also, it's going to be a complaint for me. It's not going to be a complaint for everyone. Uh, I feel like they haven't grown at all, which made me sad. It's just a HD Banjo-Kazooie game. Which I know is what they were going for. I was going to say, that's um, exactly what they were going for. It's just like, 
there's some of the things where I feel like I'm playing the N64 again, where I'm like, I want that team, I, I wanted that team to grow, and I feel like they weren't able to almost do so um, coming out of the game. I still want the platformer. I still want the humor. Um, I love the fact that it's self-aware, like Banjo Kazooie was. Um, so good, uh, the lines and things. But just some of the stuff is a very, uh, it, it's like a big Banjo Kazooie game, um, which has got. It's a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to really explain that. Just it needs to. It, it feels like they haven't matured at all. Um, okay. As far as gameplay goes. Yeah. But no, I, I can understand that. I mean, like, people will buy new Pokemon games because not only because they play Pokemon when they're little, and so there's nostalgia factor, but also because Nintendo or Game Freak, I guess, uh, keeps building off of new um, with new ideas while keeping yeah, the base exactly. with it. So, uh, yeah, I can definitely understand Shelly's that. Got me. I got you. The the level <laughs> design hasn't really grown either. That's a good way to put it too. It's okay, like, it's the same. They're, the second world they've talked about it throughout the first world um, is an ice level, and I'm like, we've gotten a snow level. I'm pretty sure in every single game you've made, um, including DK64. Uh, don't get yeah, it wrong. <laughs> and bottom line. Fantastic game. Um, I don't know how big it is. Only like three gigs on the PS4, which worries me, uh, which is tiny. Wow. Yeah, compared to some of the uh, others. I mean, Doom was over 50 gigabytes. Yeah. Oh. So I'm a little worried. I'm like, is this going to be a like, tiny game? But there's supposed to be different worlds. Oh, I'll, I'll stop after this. There's one more thing. Uh, one thing that I really like um, is that you don't have to just go from world to world. You can actually, if you like a level, you can expand it, which I think is really cool. So you get the choice to either grow the level you're on or... Um, go to a new level if that one's getting a little stale for you. Okay. Um, that's I think that's a really cool mechanic. Yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. That's it. Other stuff coming out this week. We've got Planescape Torment Enhanced Edition. It's coming to iOS, Android, uh, and PC. Maurice is actually working through it right now for review. All right. uh, and then we got Cosmic Star Heroin. I thought that looked really interesting coming to the PlayStation 4. It's kind of a an SNES-looking RPG okay. that I thought looked pretty cool. There aren't a, aren't a whole lot of other major titles coming out this week, so we have a little bit of... Ukulele is the big title this week for sure. Oh, uh, I like whatever this game is. It, looks, it looks super cool. Yeah. That looks like uh, Chrono Trigger. Yes, that's what I thought when I first saw it too. Very cool. Nice. Um, but that's that's about it for me this week. What do you got left, Cody? Yeah, uh, I watch a lot of movies. Uh, I'm gonna give opinions that are like super dated because <laughs> both the movies are like last year. Moana, watch that. Moana. Uh, um, I still haven't seen. Finally, it. Moana. I uh, we talked about it on the podcast over and I'm like, go see Moana. And I never actually went and saw it myself. Ah, so <laughs> how'd you like it? Uh, it's great. Good. Uh, it, it was a really adorable, fun movie. Uh, I love Moana. It's so good. I love Dwayne Johnson. I still haven't <laughs> seen. I still haven't seen Frozen either. Well, oh, you gotta go see Frozen. I mean, you can see Frozen, but I would Frozen suggest good. Moana more. Okay. Oh, really? I, I I liked both equally. I liked both for sure. I just I think. Moana had a lot more substance. Um, I don't even really yeah. know how to describe that. I think there was just the characters. There are more to the characters. Um, mm-hmm. There was more. I mean, to Moana. Like her, sorry. The title is Moana because it is very centered on her character de- development and just her as a person. And I actually really liked that. Um, yeah. Whereas Frozen... There's stuff going on, but there really isn't that much of a focus. I don't really know how to describe that. It's still a really good movie, obviously, but I'm just saying I enjoyed Moana more than Frozen. Every time they said Mont Nui, it made me think of Bionicles. (laughs) What? Montanui. What is that? I don't remember. They used to call it like Motanui or something like that, Uh, but Bionicles had a Montanui. And uh, I'm probably saying both of them wrong. Were they also uh, obsessed with coconuts? It was all like little islands. <laughs> no coconut. Um, no I co- want to do no a, I wanted to address something we, on hashtag GUGcast through Twitter. Uh, Assad wrote in. You know, we mentioned last week that the switches have been warping for people. Yeah. 
Right. And uh, I thought Assad had a had a good point here. He says, "Why are you guys surprised about the warping? Nintendo's been doing that since Super Mario Brothers." Womp womp womp. That's good. That's funny. Yeah, I thought that was pretty Love good. Aside. He's been uh he's been super responsive. Uh, it's always good to see him like respond to stuff on the podcast. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, we would love we'd love to interact with you guys. If you got any questions, comments, you can send them on Twitter through the G, hashtag GUGcast. But you can hit us up on Facebook or you can email me directly, uh, joe.morgan at geeksundergrace.com. Yeah. With any yeah. questions or comments you got, we'll Please read them off. Uh, and then the other movie I saw that, again, is super dated is Assassin's Creed. Uh, you I say super dated, but that's not that dated. I still haven't seen it. And I like video game movies. I haven't seen it either. But it, it was out months ago. In theaters. I, I'm usually, like, in the theater immediately. Yeah, I don't ever go to the theater. Yeah. I just watched Rogue One. <laughs> and that was a big yeah. one I would have gone to the theater for. Yeah. I For me, I'm like, I whenever I talk about a movie, it's usually excited. I almost never watch movies at home. It's always in the theater. Uh but Assassin's Creed got terrible reviews, and that's kind of why I never watched it. Oh. And uh, I totally understand the terrible reviews. Um, they have two different storylines they're trying to tell, which has got to be super hard. for Present day and point. past. Yeah. So like uh, any Assassin's uh, Creed game. Yeah, like the games right. where it still didn't work. And so making it hard to care about the characters. Like, it, like that was probably really hard for them to write in the first place. Um, I think uh, it... I consider myself to be a history buff. I don't know a ton about history, but I, I like history. Uh, and so the fact that I didn't care about what was going on uh, in the past was kind of annoying. I didn't really... They literally... The only historical event that happens um, until they kind of go... Uh, Nicholas Cage on him. What's that? Uh, National Treasure. National Treasure on you. <laughs> uh, where they just start name-dropping stuff. But uh, they literally... They're like... That's a painting. This is what happened during this painting. And then uh, you go into Assassin's Creed and we're like, oh, this is what actually happened with the assassin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I thought that was a really weird way of doing that. I was like, why didn't you just uh, focus on like a really famous historical event and then have the assassins be meddling in that? Right. Um, yeah, which is what they usually kind of yeah, do I mean, in the rest of the Assassin's Creed uh, you know, you're, games. You're, you're meeting Nikola Tesla and Benjamin Franklin and all, you know, Leonardo da Vinci, all these famous people. You're in the people. French right. Revolution. You're in, you know, yeah, American Revolution, stuff like that. So, like, it just, it was really hard to care about anyone. Um, and, and that, too, the main character, Michael Fassbender, I can't remember his name, um, basically Desmond, uh, if you play the movie, play the video games. Um, he is... I don't I feel like it's a spoiler, but it's a movie that's already out and no one cares about. It's terrible. Um, he's a murderer. Um, and so that's why, like, Observo gets hold of him. Gotcha. And uh, it, it's hard to care about him at all because you're like... And, and they justify it by going, he's a murderer because he's an assassin. And you're like, oh, I, I get it, I guess. Cool. But <laughs> um, but it is Abstergo. Yeah. Okay. It is Abstergo. Okay. Yep, Abstergo does take him. Um the animus is super cool. I'll bring, I'll say that. Okay. Uh, from it's better than the video games uh, animus. Wow. But they basically I don't know. It felt very rushed. Uh, getting two storylines in. I can't imagine that's easy. But they didn't do a good job of it. Um, and it was super hard to care about anything happening. I mean, at all. There are franchises and directors that I like that have suffered the same fate. I mean. Look right. at look at the last Airbender, the movie. Shyamalan is is considered he's well regarded. Everybody that's seen Last Airbender, the show, loves it. That movie was hot garbage on a plate. Yeah, that was definitely worse than Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed wasn't that bad. I mean, they were trying to cram um, a whole season of that cartoon into yeah. an hour just, and a half movie. They could have done it if they had cared about the actual characters and the ah. Uh, and bending was better. You could have gone and slapped someone in the face by the time they got their fire bending figured out. Oh, that movie uh, was so messed up. Yeah, the only part of Assassin's Creed that felt like Assassin's Creed to me was the uh, parkour. Okay. Hardcore and parkour. There's more to that game than parkour. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. I understand the uh, disappointment in it. 
I didn't turn it off. So, I mean, there's there's that. I kept watching. But I, I'm i glad that it was short because I didn't care so much. Um, I wish it would have been better and longer. Um, longer and that I would have actually liked what, the extra stuff I would have seen. Uh, also, things we're out about in the news realm. Uh, Punisher Season 1 has wrapped filming. And they're going to be releasing in 2017. Ooh. Which is crazy to me. Because Defenders comes out in August. Oh, wow. So, this is coming out after Defenders... Um, so we might have August and then a couple months huh. and then Punisher. Um, wow. so that'll be on Netflix. That's super cool. I didn't realize at all that it was coming so, so quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figured we we're getting a 2018 release for Punisher. Be another one for you, Joe. Hopefully you'll like that one. Punisher? All the Netflix shows. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I've finished, now that I've finished this, I want, now that I've finished, uh, uh Iron Fist, I want to go back. And finish Daredevil season two. Hmm. I think that you'll like Luke Cage as well. I know like you didn't like Jessica Jones, and I like I understand your reasons behind that one. Um, I think Luke Cage, uh, you'll enjoy. It's definitely a different feeling from. Like, I felt Daredevil and Iron Fist felt very similar to each other. Yeah. Um, Luke Cage has a strangeness to it. Um, they definitely made a different show, okay. uh, but it doesn't have a lot to do with Jessica Jones at all. Okay. So. Check that one out once you're done with Daredevil Season 2. Season 2 was fantastic. Uh, and then also, for those people that are my age, Invader Zim is being brought back Invader in movie Zim. form. I'm going to make a taco. <laughs> so old. Uh, yeah. Invader Zim, not you, Joe. So Invader <laughs> Zim was on when I was in high school. Yeah. Oh. Invader Zim was fantastic. So... That's going to be the same creators, same voice actors, um, straight to Nickelodeon, straight to TV, movie. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Pastulio but demands it. Zim and Gurr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm excited. Nostalgia. That's that's the market right now is just nostalgia, I feel like. That's because yep. people are unoriginal. Yeah. Like, like I was, we'll just we'll just bring stuff back. We just talking keep about unoriginal for nostalgia, like, so people just keep giving us nostalgia. I have already yep. pre-ordered Final Fantasy XII: The Zodiac Age. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, yeah, that's basically everything we could out about. Something kind of off the wall. Um, I brought up in a video last Thursday, I think it was. Um, I challenged everybody. And so I can bring it up here, too. Um, I am going to be reading the Bible Monday through Friday, because I don't read my Bible enough. And so I challenge everyone to do this as well. Um, grab your Bible. Whatever is easiest for you to read. If it's the Message Bible, then fine. I use NASB. Um, and then I, all I want you to do is read until something hits you and write it down um, in a journal or whatever. Uh, write down what the Bible verse is, like the reference, and then what it made you think of, um, and then pray on it. And so I'm going to be doing that Monday through Friday um, for at least the next month, but I'll try to keep continuing to do so because that's what I should be doing. I like that. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It, it's a really easy way to read without, like, you know, trying to get, like, some kind of um, study or something. You can actually – I always – I'm lazy, so I'll start in Proverbs because anything will hit me in Proverbs. Hmm. Yeah. I can read – every other verse i'm like oh that's my verse for the day yeah um but if it's one verse great you had an easy day uh if you have to read three chapters before something hits you or three chapters are what hit you um you know read until something speaks to you um yeah and then that'll probably change your life so i've done it before i've done it in the past i've just gotten away from it and uh while i get back to it i have a journal specifically for uh, my Bible, and it's got maybe three or four pages in it right now. Um, so I need to get back into it. Challenge everyone else to do so. I'm going to ask you guys, probably on YouTube somewhere, how you're doing on it. Uh, but join me. It's Easter next week. Yeah. Easter will have, yeah. Your next Sunday when you hear this will be Easter. Unless you're listening yeah, to it Sunday. way down the line. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's that's something I'm geeking out about, I guess you could say. Uh, it's kind of a weird thing to geek out about, but a uh, great way to study the Bible um, on your own. And that's that's it. Anything else, guys? 
No, make sure you head over to the website and check out everything. I mean, like, we've got reviews stacked for days. Stacks on stacks on stacks. Reviews for days. Reviews on reviews on reviews. Yeah. Cool. Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games. And you, Shelly? Find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24 and Twitch at ShellShock24. Why do they have to sell this? You can find me anywhere you can search Cody Armor. Uh... Twitter, Facebook's probably the easiest. I, I'm taking friend requests right now. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Sooner or later, that's going to have to stop, probably. <laughs> but I'm still taking friends. <laughs> uh, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye! Bye! Bye.